welcome to the second episode of Avery's Road Trip Chit Chat. I don't think that's what I called it last time. Uh, working title. Don't know. Don't know. I don't know. Titles are hard, and I'm never going to remember it anyway, so bite me. Uh, <laughs> I am the synopsis of this, the, that's the synopsis, the premise. I've already, I've already messed up the intro. Look at me go. The premise of this, in case you didn't listen to the last episode, go listen to that one, what are you doing here, is that I am talking to you while I'm on the road. So I drive a lot between college and home, and I talk to myself quite a bit. Uh, not like in conversation, but just like speaking my thoughts out loud. You know, g- give the voice a nice workout. So that is what I'm doing. That means you will be hearing general car noises, things like blinkers, going over bridges, that sort of a situation. Uh, It tends not to be super duper loud, but sometimes it is. So I'd like to, you know, give that preface in advance. I Yeah, that's the basic premise. This is going to be very train of thought. Lots of little pauses while I'm trying to gather my thoughts. Sometimes I don't speak correctly. Ignore it. Uh, I have, I'm not an English major, okay? I'm really not. Sorry. I'm majoring in history education, in case anybody was curious. Um, can you imagine me as a teacher? (laughs) Some kid, some poor kid. Anyway. No, I think I can handle it. Hopefully. Oh, God. Anyway, that's not the subject of today's conversation. You will notice that I say anyway a lot. Um, because as soon as I notice that I say it, I laugh every time I notice it. Because it'll be like, there'll be like a pause, and I'll go, anyway and then i'll got into an entirely different topic there's a stop sign in this road up here and it's making me genuinely upset what do you mean i have to turn cruise control off i'm already only going 65 why are you making me stop i don't understand this is upsetting oh and we're gonna go over those speed bumps let me see if i can avoid them oh my gosh i'm so good built different get me get me in the car get me in the seat of a formula one car i just avoided all those speed bumps slay uh <laughs> So today's topic, what should I talk about? That's the question here. I need to come up with something. Um, what do I know about? What was I thinking about? I was thinking about something when I started this. I was like, yeah, I should talk about that. And now it has left my brain entirely. I have no information to give. I, uh, oh, here, we'll, we'll start this off by talking about some, some funny, silly, goofy work stories. So I have had four jobs total so far. Uh, I worked in a grocery store for a while. I worked in a, uh, hardware store for a while. And then I worked at a, um, a, what do I want to call it? Like, like a performance place. I sold tickets. I sold like musical tickets. I was in the box office. We'll say that. And then right now I'm working in the archives of a library. Because that's maybe what I want to do if I'm not teaching, you know. Library, museums, yeah. Go to your local museums. This is my shout out for the episode. Go to museums. They deserve the hype. I love museums. They're so fun. You, They're so informative. My favorite part of the Statue of Liberty when I went and saw it was the Ellis Island Museum. Not even the Statue of Liberty. I could care less about the Statue of Liberty. It's French. Nobody likes the French. It's not even that tall. Get that shit out of here. Anyway. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll go in chronological order here. So I worked at a grocery store when I turned, I think I was 15. Um, I think I didn't work until I was 15. Cause, uh, so here it's, you can start working at 14, but I don't think I started working until I was 15. 
Um, so I had, I worked at the grocery store. My job was that I packed people's grocery bags and then I pushed their cart out if they wanted me to. So that did mean that I got rained on and a lot. It was really unfortunate. I vividly remember one time uh, I was the only person packaging bags because it was one of those times where like it was busy enough that I stayed up in the front packaging bags like and like pushing carts out consistently, but nobody else needed to be up there to help me. Like, you know, that type of situation. You've ever worked customer service, you know, like it's like it's like consistent, but not super busy. Uh, and it had been raining, like downpouring on me. And I came in one time and the cashier, she looks at me and she's like, is it fun? Are you wet? Ma'am, what do you think? I remember I looked at her dead in the eye and I went, I think I'm going to get trench foot. And she has the audacity to look at me and go, what's trench foot? Oh my God. What do you mean? What's trench foot? Maybe it's because I love world war one. And by love, I don't mean that I love war. I mean that I just think it's interesting. I was going to say I like the aesthetic, but nobody should like the aesthetic of a war. Um, <laughs> I don't like the aesthetic of World War One. I. I feel like I should say that now. Uh, I just, it's like, if I had to pick a World War, I'd pick World War I. Uh, but it, trench foot is essentially just like, when they were in trenches, it would rain a lot. And then the trenches didn't have, like, drainage. So there would just be, it'd just be wet. It'd just be like like a river in the bottom of this trench and everybody's walking in it all the time and your feet are never dry and then the oh god it's so gross um your foot would start like rotting while it's still on your body like (laughs) it's disgusting truly it's really gross um but anyway I made a reference to that and I just couldn't believe that she didn't believe me she was like what what's trench foot what girl anyway that was like a joke wasted that was it was a good joke too actually that's kind of a mid-tier joke it was actually very good but i thought it was funny at the time um another thing that happened at that job was i've also only ever worked customer service until now like this most recent job i've had is the only time i've never not worked customer service i felt like i should say that quick so another time i was at the grocery store so whenever i pushed people's carts out I would, you know, help them move their groceries in. It was a grocery store that had a lot of, like, old folks coming in and stuff. Um, and so I, whenever I'd push their carts out, sometimes, you know, people would open their trunk and sometimes there'd be stuff in it. And so a lot of times, you know, they'd be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, let me move this quick. And they like shuffle their stuff around so I can get the groceries in the back of the car. But this one man, I don't remember even what he looks like in my head. I genuinely don't. I remember the aura of this man. It was, it was giving he like he didn't care man didn't have a care in the world but not in like a happy way just in like a like a wednesday adams type of way like i genuinely like she they don't care about what's happening they're just kind of along for the ride and so i go to open this man's trunk and i see him kind of open his mouth and i'm like okay he's probably you know there's probably something in the way he's gonna like shuffle things around uh, and he opens his mouth and he's oh good good i took the body out of the trunk you took the body out of the what I understand it was a joke, but I genuinely started laughing. I, most of the time when customers make jokes, they're not funny. You know, you laugh like, like, ha ha ha, that's so funny. Like when something doesn't ring up, they're like, oh, I guess it's free. Uh, Sir, no, it's not. Let me ring it up again. Okay. You know, and like, you're like, ha ha, that's so funny. But like, it's not. I've heard that joke seven times today. Please get a new joke. But I'd never, I'd never heard that before ever. I was like, oh my god and i genuinely laughed the rest of the day because of that joke so sir if you are if you're listening to this 
I need you to know that that made my day. And I still think about it regularly. I really do. Another joke similar to that. I think it was an elderly gentleman this time. Uh, I pushed his card out, put him in the trunk, and um, I have a spiel. You know, you have a spiel that you go through every time, you know, you talk to a customer. You know, how's your day been? Blah, blah, blah. That type of situation. Uh, weather, you know. Um, conversation that really has no meaning, but, like, you're trying to fill a silence. And so I remember I had asked him, I'd done the, you know, how's your day been going? And he just looks at me and he goes, well, I woke up on the right side of the grass. So that's always good. And I... I, maybe this is a common phrase, but I had never heard it before. And I was genuinely taken aback. Again, I was like, oh, <laughs> right, right. Okay. <laughs> like, I, again, that was another time that the whole rest of my shift, I was laughing about it. I was like, <laughs> right, you will go the right. I get it. I really do. I get it. Cause you know, you could be waking up in a box. Good thing you didn't. Cause that was a funny joke. Uh, I don't remember anything else funny that happened on that job. I'm gonna be honest. It was a really boring job. It, it, it was not very exciting. It was mad boring. Um, next place I worked was a hardware store. I worked there for two years, I believe. I think it was 15 to 17, I suppose. I think I had turned 18. I must have worked there for over two years, a little over two years. Because I had turned 18 anyway while I was there because they were like we need to see your diploma and I was like okay um so I have I worked there now this department this hardware store (laughs) it's an experience I'm not gonna lie it's like I don't want to describe it as the Walmart of like hardware stores um but it kind of is so I remember one time I think it was within my first little while of working there I had um I was doing my thing. Now, I, I was a morning stalker, so I had to be there pretty early in the morning. They had tried to schedule me at 5 a.m. I told them no and got them to schedule me at 7 instead, which worked wonderfully for me. Um, still earlier than I would like to get up because it meant I had to get up like an hour before that because I can't I can't be functional just rolling out of bed. I know some people get up like 10 minutes before they have to be somewhere. I can't do that. I have to get up at least an hour, if not an hour and a half, before I have to be somewhere. Like, I can't. I can't function. So, it's early in the morning. You know, I'm groggy at best. It's a fairly new job for me. I kind of don't know what I'm doing, but I'm figuring it out. And there's a man walking around this store with a skunk on his shoulder. Sir, where does one buy a skunk? And also, why are you bringing it in a hardware store? You don't need that skunk for anything. What is he doing here? I'm going to assume the skunk is a he, because I mean he in, like, the same way you would look at a little bug and be, oh, look at that little man. Look at that little, look at that little guy. You know? Anyway. Uh, (laughs) He's walking around with a whole skunk on his shoulder. It's not even, like, walking. It's sitting, like, on his shoulder, and he's walking around with a skunk. And I remember I looked at my, I, I went to my manager, and I was like, hey, there's a guy with a skunk. Is there, like, any rules about skunks? He was like, I a skunk i don't think there's any rules about skunks i'm not gonna stop him and the thing you need to know about this hardware store is the managers don't have the energy for anything if anything goes wrong they will look at you sigh and then shuffle their little feet to solve the issue but they don't want to if anything requires more work than necessary they don't want to do it which is 100 percent valid i understand where they're coming from thing it's a lot of work to exist and be a manager i imagine like one time oh my god people bring their dogs in that store all the time but you're not supposed to bring dogs in there but nobody's like we're not gonna stop them i don't have the energy to stop them that's a cool house it's like a 
It's a rectangle. It looks old. I think it's abandoned. Anyway, sorry, that was a lot of topic. It's a cool house. Um, what's that about? Oh yeah, people bring their dogs in there. People bring dogs in this hardware store all the time. I remember one time somebody's dog had taken a shit on the ground and, and I had gone to get one of the managers, you know, be like, hey, somebody's dog took, took a crap on the ground. And I vividly remember my manager sighing, looking at me and going, really? I was like, yes. And he was like, perfect. Let me call up the, um, the, he's like, where is it? And so I explained to him where it is and he goes, okay, perfect. Let me call up the manager of that department that the aisle is closest to and make them pick it up. And I was like, okay. Cause in my head, I'm like, oh, perfect. It's not my problem. Like I had gone to tell my manager about the issue so that, you know, I was assuming he was going to tell me to clean it up, but no, he goes, okay, perfect. Let me call the manager of another department and make them clean it up. And I was like, perfect. That's so stellar. Cause that means I have less work. This is so great. This is awesome. And I vividly remember that. One other thing I vividly remember about this place. Okay. So when I got hired there, there was this old lady as my manager and I worked there for a couple weeks and then she, I assume she quit. Either she got fired. I really don't know. People move in and out of that store, like nope tomorrow. And I'm like, I don't know if you got fired or you quit. I really don't know. But she had, um, one of the two and a, uh, this guy replaced her and he looks like he's maybe in his mid twenties, you know? And so the first time I meet him, he's having me do some training, which is understandable because I don't think I had done all of my training up to that point. I was still fairly new. So it was, it was like that general store training. Like if there's somebody, you know, shoplifting, don't chase them. That type of, you know, rigmarole where you can kind of skim it and, you know, say it's, say, say I've been trained store. If you're hearing this, I, I read it. I definitely read it. Um, <laughs> if any of my future employers hear this, I definitely read everything all the time. I know all the rules. But, uh, so I, I go, I go over to the desk to do my training and I'm standing there and I have these, I think it was like the 80th anniversary Batman Converse on. And he looks at my shoes and he goes, yo, nice chucks, chucks. I think this is the first time I'd ever heard people refer to Converse as chucks. I don't know why it took me so aback, but I was like, what chucks? what do you mean in my head I wouldn't say that to a manager out loud I'm too scared uh <laughs> but anyway I'm like yeah yeah thanks and I go back to my training and then soon enough he comes back to me and he's like oh where do you you know where do you go to school there aren't a lot of young people working in the morning stock it's a lot of old folks um retired people who I think are just working for the extra money and for an, or, you know something to do uh, I think I'm the, I would think I was the only high school morning stock, genuinely. I think it was the only morning stock, stock below the age of, like, 40. Um, but and he's like, oh, you know, what high school do you go to? And I tell him, and he's like, oh, okay, cool. Walks off, comes back. And I'm like, oh, God, here he goes again. This weirdo that I have never spoken to before and has I've already had weird conversations with. And he looks at me and he goes, you know, you should go to the high school I went to. And I was like, why would I do that? I like the high school I go to, you know, it has everything I need. It's got good academics, good, you know, fine arts programming. I was like, I, I'm good. And he goes, okay, well you should go to the high school I went to because it's number one in teen pregnancy. And I was like, what? 
are you trying to like flirt with? I was like I don't know what your motive is I don't know what's happening I've never had a manager speak to me like this before because the place I worked before this the grocery store the managers were in like their 40s and they had you know wives and children and weren't in their 20s and were really formal like that that grocery store you had to wear like like a button-up shirt and a tie like it was, a, it was a grocery store for old folks for sure for sure and all of a sudden i have a manager who's like used to go to the school i went to because it has teen pregnancy i'm like oh no, uh, what please no sir i don't i don't want that thanks though anyway <laughs> and then after this i immediately went to the bathroom and texted my friend like a long ass paragraph about everything that just happened i was like what the fuck is happening what is happening i don't understand this is traumatic my car's really cold i think i need to not make it so cold also okay this is a little off topic but right now it's the time of year where like the sun sets at like fucking 5 p.m and that shit drives me crazy i i genuinely hate it because i'm the type of person that like once it's dark out i'm like okay time to relax time to just like lay back in my little chair and not do anything time to time to turn on a movie time to play some games when like it's 5 p.m I still have time to be doing things. I should still be doing homework. But instead, it's dark out, and I automatically associate that with, all right, relaxation. No, it's not relaxing time, Avery. It's time to do things. Anyway, also, it makes me uncomfortable because it feels like I can't go out and do things because, like, it's dark out, and I'm scared. Anyway, the next job I had. um, I had this job at the same time I was working at the hardware store. I was working two jobs. It was, like, a summertime, so it was, like, a break. Anyway um it was my i was working in a box office we were selling tickets you know we had to run phones ticketing software um admissions to the museum that was in the same building that sort of situation um i ended up meeting some really fun uh fun people there there was also a lot of drama in this in this box office space you know multiple hr complaints shoes being thrown you know people getting angry and pissy with each other and the funniest thing was that there was like three of us there that were the youngest by far like easily the youngest people in this box office um i was fresh out of high school another one was one year into college and one of them i just graduated from college um we were three easily the youngest people there the most put together i had like a 49 year old ranting to me about how much he hated his like 30 year old co-worker i was like bestie you gotta number one find somebody else to talk to number two please be an adult you're supposed to be managing this box office right now and you're leaving me hang out to dry like the amount of times i would go into the back and i'd be like hey you know to this to this uh he was an older and not older oldish not like super old i wouldn't say 40s is old but oldish uh guy i'd like go in the back and be like hey you know can i have help with this customer you know i don't really know what to do you know and he'd be like not right now i can't do it right now sir what what do you mean you can't do it right now i'm about to have a breakdown because this old lady is yelling at me because somebody put her tickets in the wrong spot and it wasn't even me please oh my god traumatic tell you what i really can't and okay so we all have customer service voices most of the time i talk like this i have like a i have a little bit lower pitch but um not like a lot uh but you know we all have customer service voices and so Whenever I would pick up the phones in this establishment, I'd be like, hello, thank you for calling, you know, workplace. This is, oh wait, no, I didn't even say that. I'm lying right now. I'm lying. I didn't say my name. That's what this chat was about to be about. 
that I didn't say my name whenever I picked up the phone. I would pick up the phone and be like, hello, this is Workplace. How may I help you? I don't talk like that. I don't. I genuinely don't. Why did I, Why do we do that as people? I don't know. I think maybe it's partially because then if they come into person, they won't know it's me. Because I don't talk like that. I don't talk like that when I'm helping customers in person. You know, maybe I'll go like a little bit higher up and be like, hi, how you doing? You know, like a little bit, you know, we're a little bit more up here. But like, I don't talk like that. That's like, fuck, that's like, that's like Snow White, dog. Nobody talks like that. Oh my God. Anyway, um, I have some interesting stories from this establishment. So we were selling tickets for Book of Mormon. Um, it's a musical, for those of you who don't know, uh, it makes fun of religion uh, a lot. Um, it's, 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 I think it's all right. I don't think it's a bad musical. I think it's fun. I, I saw it when it was there and, uh, it was pretty good. I thought it was decent, but it had been at the, this workplace one time before and, uh, the old, the old ladies to say they didn't like it. They did not, they did not like this, uh, this musical because the amount of angry calls that we received when we started telling selling tickets for this show was immense in number the amount of old folks that were calling they're like i can't believe you guys are so big of my minutes of all tightness and disgusting musical i've ever seen i'm like ma'am ma'am okay number one i don't pick what goes here okay i don't select what shows this establishment holds okay i'm i'm a 17 year old child okay that's thing number one thing number two um have you ever considered not seeing the shows that you don't like have you ever considered maybe just not going to the shows that you know you're not gonna like like i i don't know why you're yelling at me because some people actually like this production some people really love book of mormon and because it's funny some people have a sense of humor have you ever considered that oh my god they literally made me so mad and I vividly remember um a couple times I would take I would pick up a call and I would have a lady start you know going at me at the phone and I would hit the mute button not muting her muting me and I would turn to my coworker and I go it's another old lady she's pissed book of mormon and we would kind of nod our heads and be like yeah it's like the fourth one we've had it's like the, this is like the fourth old lady that we've had angry about book of mormon and it's always the old ladies it's never anybody else nobody else cares nobody else cares enough to call the establishment and yell at whoever's at the desk that they don't like the show it's always the old ladies it's truly devastating tell you what um yeah so that was always fun we did have one older woman who would call multiple times a day we're pretty convinced she had some alzheimer dementia type dementia i why did i add like extra letters in there Anyway, um, we're pretty certain she had some sort of issue along those lines because she would call and ask the exact same questions every time she called. So, you know, she'd pick up and be like, hey, do you guys have tickets to this show? We'd be like, yeah. And then, you know, she'd be like, yo, okay, so do you have like wheelchair seats? We'd be like, yeah. And then she'd be like, okay, perfect. How much are they? And we would tell her. And then she'd be like, all right, cool. I'll come, I'll come down later today and I'll get the tickets. And we'd be like, right, okay, cool. And to be fair, she did come in once to actually get the tickets. But every time after this that she would call, she wouldn't actually come in to get the tickets she would um just 
call and, and then not come and get the tickets. And I became very confused by this because it's one thing to like call and like forget. I don't know. I don't know what her deal was. I really don't. I don't know how to explain her behavior. Oh my God, gas is 319 here. I don't know what town this is. I just pulled into a town along the, the, the highway. Gas 319. Bro, that's like 40 cents less than I was paying for it. This is devastating, truly. Um, I'm being, this is highway robbery. I'm being robbed. I'm being robbed of my money. Please, I'm a college student. I can't afford it anyway. First Presbyterian Church? Oh my God, what town is this? She's so cute. Not actually though. Um, anyway, so that happened. Lots of old ladies yelling at me and an old lady who forgot that she bought tickets to a show. I was always kind of convinced that like when she would actually go to like leave to come in and buy the tickets, that she would like open up her purse and see that she already bought them and then be like, wait. But she would call multiple times a day, like for like a couple weeks. She would call multiple times a day asking the exact same questions every time she called. And I was like, ma'am. And we would always, that was a railroad, hopefully that wasn't loud. Um, we would always put one person on it. We'd be like, hey, can you please, you already know the answers, just pick up the phone and we would let it bounce to the same person every time. <laughs> Cause like how the phones would work is that like, in case you've never worked a job where you have to pick up phones. And I don't know if it works the same everywhere, but this is the way it works at this establishment. Um, it would go to one person. And then if they didn't pick up within a certain amount of rings, it would bounce to another person. And then if they didn't pick up, it would bounce to another person. And then if nobody picked up, it would go into like our queues. And that person would, theoretically be on hold until they decided to give up and leave a voicemail or stay on hold until somebody um was available to pick up the phone but essentially what we would do is we would just let it bounce to that one person and let them pick up the phone every single time because why would i pick up the phone for an old lady when you already know the answer like i don't know the answers but you already know them so i'll, I'll let you do it uh yeah so that was always fun that's a very interesting job uh part of me hated it a lot and then the other part of me thought it was absolutely hysterical and I got so many fun and random stories out of it that like I feel like I should go back <laughs> like I need a job for Christmas break I might as well just like get back in there um get right back at it there was genuinely a couple times over the phone that I almost started crying I was like I can't because they're always yelling at you about something that you didn't even do like and they're always always gonna yell at you over the phone they're not gonna yell at you in person that's that's too confrontational that's too personal when you can see that you're yelling at a 17 year old who's about to start crying it becomes a lot more personal than you yelling at a 17 year old over the phone and not being able to see that she's going to start crying you know that sort of situation like i vividly remember one time i hung up the phone and i went damn i hope they tripped down a flight of stairs because that was the best insult i could come up with at the time because i was about to have a breakdown <laughs> like it was not good it's if you've never worked customer service sometimes you'll meet some of the best people but sometimes it's like the worst thing you're ever going to do in your life <laughs> like it's so brutal but it also i mean i think it i don't think it should be but i think it would be interesting to make it something that's mandatory because the amount that you would stop harassing workers would go down significantly because like my mom she'll get mad at this workplace that i worked at occasionally because like she still does business there does business she buys tickets and stuff and every once in a while they'll do something wrong and she'll be like dad i want to like call in and like blah, and you're like be mad at them and i'm like mom i need to know that whoever's on the other side of that phone does not get paid enough to deal with your crap nor do they want to and then she'll go man i guess i'm like yeah 
think about it. It could be me on the other end of that phone, all right? Stop yelling at them. That's, that's another PSA. Stop yelling at customer service workers. They don't deserve it. Um, the next job I worked was in archives, and that's not customer service, so I don't really have any fun stories. Uh, I go through pictures, and I label them, and I sort them alphabetically in boxes. That's about it. Oh, and I go through obituaries. Every once in a while, I find, like, a, a fun obituary. One of them described somebody as expiring, and I've never heard that before, to describe a dead person. Like, okay, I guess. Slay? <laughs> I guess they expired. Um, <laughs> I just never heard it described that way before, and I genuinely started laughing when I pulled it up, but oh well. Um, yeah, so that's a lot of my fun work stories. I'm sure there's more. I know there's more that I can't remember right now. Um, but that's, that's the synopsis of a lot of them. Thankfully, uh, I didn't cover that many. And this is about 30 minutes again. So way to go me for timing this out. I'm so good. Built different. And, um, yeah. So thank you for listening to this episode. It's, I feel like a little bit less informative than the last one, but maybe a little bit more interesting, a little bit more funny. It's not just facts. It's, you know, fun stories. So that's, that's that. And I'll say it again. Thank you for listening so much. And I hope you have a splendid day.